you remember during the pandemic, uh, a lot of folks, I think, you know, folks kind of went one of uh, two ways when it came to taking care of themselves, when it came to exercise. I have friends who um, over like that year, two years, lost huge amounts of weight. Like I had a friend that lost 110 pounds, had another friend that lost close to 200 pounds. They're like, well, I got nothing else to do. I'm going to go walk, going to work out in my basement, that sort of thing. And then there were folks like uh, me who um, ate and drank their way <laughs> through the better part of the pandemic. Uh, let's be real. I've changed that. I've told you I've changed that over the past six months. And, you know, things are you know much better now. But it was uh, it was a tough go. Not a lot to do. Wasn't going to the gym. Didn't feel like going down and working out in the gym downstairs. So I sat and ate, uh, you know, chocolate chip cookies and drank red wine. Not alone. Some polling has been done by our great friends over at Research Co. Uh, about kind of what happened with people's physical fitness over that time and where it stands right now. Mario Canseco is the president of Research Co. Hi, Mario. Hi, Jalen. Great to be here with you. Nice to talk to you. So were you busy working out during the pandemic? Were you one of those guys? <laughs> I'm one of the 17% of Canadians who acquired something to bring to the home in order to try to recreate the gym. <laughs> that would be the place where I would put myself in. Uh, but it's clear that it disrupted a lot of routines. You know, we had more than half of Canadians before the start of the COVID-19 pandemic, 55%, who were meeting the recommended guidelines, at least 150 minutes of exercise each week. During the pandemic, 48%. Mm. Over the past three months, when we have no longer had any sort of uh, rest restriction in place to go to the gym, to go to the yoga studio, only 48%. So definitely not at the place we were in before the pandemic, but slowly trying to come back to our fitness levels. Uh, you know what, though, Mario? I do think that it's, that it's interesting that still 48% of Canadians were still able to do something at that time because, of course, as you mentioned, yoga studios were closed, gyms were closed, so people were finding different ways of still doing that. I still am quite impressed by that number. I thought that that number would be much lower. Well, there, there are some major differences when you look at the age demographics. Uh, younger Canadians, age 18 to 34, 75% of them said, I did something. Uh, most of what we did was following workouts or routines online. If you were used to going to the yoga studio or having something that was set up, go to YouTube, find a routine, follow it. 29% did that. Uh, acquired weightlifting equipment for your home or a cardio machine. But the one thing that was crucial was uh, trying to take up a sport that did not require equipment you know running or jogging you can do this everywhere of course and you can do it for the entire year so we do have some regional differences there as well if you're in a place that has very cold climate in february you're not going to go out jogging so <laughs> it's definitely one of the situations where the regionality plays a role in things uh, but more than anything it's the middle-aged demographic that is troublesome you know we weren't going to find a lot of people over 55 saying i'm going to continue doing this but it's ultimately generation x that sort of fell off the wagon and it's slowly trying to come back into the fitness craze oh man when you said gen x and middle age i just was like what what are you talking about i'm not middle age mario <laughs> yeah we're all getting there aren't we you know i think we can all go back to all the times we listened to nirvana in the 90s if we want to get depressed <laughs> exactly and so let's just cycle around to where a lot of folks are right now um are, are people getting back on track 
It's getting a little bit better. You know, I think what, what we see here is more people moving into the middle ages, uh, into the middle uh, aspects of the question. You know, maybe I'm not doing this every week, but there's more Canadians who are following the guidelines at least uh, a few weeks every month. So it's getting there slowly, but part of what we need to figure out is what effect is it having on our lives? And, and we have 20% of Canadians who say, I feel better now than before the pandemic. Most of them are young. Most of them are saying, I did what I was supposed to do. I feel happy with the way things are going. My genes are still fading the way they're supposed to. And we have 20% who say, I can't get back. You know, I'm trying my best. Maybe I'm worried about inflation. I don't have the time. I'm working too much. I can't find the moment when I can exercise. So it's even in the sense that you have one in five Canadians who are saying the pandemic did nothing to me. And you have one in five Canadians who say, I'd like to go back to the clothes I was wearing in 2019. Yeah, interesting stuff. All right. Thanks for some insight, Mario. Appreciate it. My pleasure, Jaylene. Anytime. Yeah, take care. Mario Canseco from Research Co. Yeah, like I said, I saw, you know, friends who did super well uh, when it comes to their physical fitness and, um, you know, changing their lives, let's put it that way. You know, some folks who lost huge amounts of, of weight um, and others, you know, who struggled. Certainly, you know, I struggled during the pandemic. I... Ugh. I didn't do anything. I was working at home the entire time. I don't think I walked more than a thousand steps in a day and I uh, couldn't even talk myself into getting out and doing that. And it was just over the past, you know, six, eight months that uh, I've, I've decided to change all that. And I've told you uh, about that, how I got back on a, on a really good fitness uh, program and, and food program and, 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 have, uh, has been, and have been able to drop uh, some weight and feeling pretty good these days, trying to find that sweet spot and maintain things right now but yeah it's it's tough and it's it's tricky um, I'm finding that just walking walking is a big help these days a big big help these days it's 345 on the text line uh, this afternoon um, <laughs> will be uh, some some advice on getting up early in the morning been doing it every day for 15 years bed by 9 30 phone and computer off by 8 30 simple breakfast no greasy stuff 5 a.m isn't bad well here's the thing i'm gonna have to get up at 3 30 a.m to be at work by five o'clock so 3 30 is a is a little tricky uh not looking not looking that this texture says during COVID, i lost 30 pounds and i walked 10,000 steps daily i'll be 70 next much, month and feel so much better good for you uh, Marv, hey pal, says I'm up most mornings between 4.30 and 5, not by choice. I just wake up. Looking forward to listening to you and Daryl in the mornings now. Um, but thank you. For, oh, I think that, that I appreciate that, Marv. Um, Gary Loves Share says uh, 5.30. You got to get up way early in that. Yeah, I'm on the air at 5.30 starting on Monday. I'll be up at 3.30 in the morning. Do not hit snooze is my only advice. You should be used to it after a month or so. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm going to have to tell Daryl that if by chance I am not at work by like five o'clock or quarter after five, I'm going to give him my husband's phone number and say, you need to call him because I have to wake up and my phone um, doesn't accept phone calls uh, until, you know, eight o'clock in the morning. Ugh. Thank you. 780-496-0063. It's